there. Welcome back to the Senate Podcast. We're on episode number 38. I'm your host, Caleb Johnston, and today I'm joined by somebody who is very excited to talk about some video games. This is Stone Cold Kev. This is going to be your name for the episode. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I know you've been playing games recently, so... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing great, and uh, just want to first say thank you for having me. Um, We're going to recently- Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, no, I've been wanting to make this video for a very long time. Uh, definitely super excited. Uh, for me, video game wise, I, I mean, I already told you, like I, I went back to single player games. Um, yes. Before that, I mean, we were just playing multiplayer games. I know us and the boys were playing Warzone yeah. a lot. I was also playing Fortnite with some of my own friends, and it the the skill based matchmaking has it, it is very easily. Just it puts you, you back out. in the mood for some single player games. Oh yeah, man! Um, yeah. Just give me some story. Get, uh, let, let me feel like I'm progressing through something, actually yeah. achieving something, um, rather than uh, XP bonus <laughs> or leveling up my uh, seasonal. Uh, I know stage. it's like it's like I don't want to keep leveling up all these battle passes. I want to play a real oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. All yeah, this so, uh, extra ten dollars here and there. I know, just spending all this money on nothing, literally nothing. It's like, think about all the money we've spent on battle passes that we could have yes. been buying like $60 games that are yep. way better than game some of the random, year games. yeah, like game of the year <laughs> games that we're going to talk about today. However, over the course of the last 10 years, if you want to go from 2013 to, uh, all the way up to 2023, really that would be 11 years. Um, there's got to be one game that doesn't make the top 10 list. So we're going to make a top 10 list of the top games of the year over the last 11 years. So we just went through them all. And I'll go through them in in order uh, before we give our own list. But 2013, Last of Us. 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition. 2015, The Witcher 3, 2016, Overwatch, 2017, Breath of the Wild, 2018, God of War, 2019, Sekiro, 2020, Last of Us Part 2, 2021, It Takes Two, 2022 was Elden Ring, and then, of course, Baldur's Gate 3 in 2023. Those are 11 games. Now, for you... Which one of those does not make your top 10? This is very easy. Last of Us Part 2. It is the worst sequel. Okay. This is what you just don't want to happen when you have something very, very magical, very loved. And uh, this is not the outcome I, was, I want. You're like, The Last of Us Part 2, that's it. Next. Yeah, I agree. That's very easy. Um, now, mine is on a completely different part of my list. But we'll get to it. The one I'm leaving off of my top ten is Sekiro because you know, like I said when we went through we went, we went through the years, it's so generic. I get it; it's probably the hardest Souls like you know or Souls game from some from Soft, great from Soft game, but it's so generic, like it's so forgettable compared to the rest. Wow! So that is, yeah. that is shocking. I'm sorry. It is, it's, I'd rather play Neo, anyways. <laughs> okay there you go um all right so top 10 how do you want to do this 10 to 1 who wants to go first how are we doing it yeah we just do 10 10 9 9 just okay go back so 
Number 10. What's your number 10? Uh, let me pull it up. I already got the list. My number 10 is Breath of the Wild. And this is because of the of Nintendo refusing to upgrade their systems, be equivalent of the Xbox X, um, yes. the PS5. I mean, I don't know where the Switch lands on computers, but it's definitely not up to date. And that's what they're working off of, and that limits them a lot. And I think Breath of the Wild could have been. You know, one of the best RPGs of all time for me, but for personally, it's a just a bare bones. Open it was world. so limited, so bare bones. Yep. <laughs> now mine, is, yeah. So mine is not the, at the same place. My number ten is actually Overwatch mm. yep. because it's a generic online shooter. Now, now it is. Yeah, when it came out, it was huge. But hey, it made listen. It made the top ten list. That's pretty. That's still pretty impressive. That so is. even 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 though it's at the bottom, it's still made the list. It made it over Sekiro. So I'll put the, I'll, you know I'll say that. <laughs> Man's got some hate. For I'm the, so, I don't. I, I I I I'm not the biggest fan of FromSoft. I get it. I get it. I played them. I played them. You know, I like uh, Jedi Survivor. You know, that came out in 2023. I think that is amazing, and it's like a FromSoft game, but definitely similar. This is, you know, whatever. But yeah, Overwatch is at the bottom of the list, number ten. All right, can't can't argue with that too much. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, Deja Vu uh, number nine for me is Overwatch. Uh, same, re- got to be the same reasons. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a multiplayer game. It's just um, bottom. Yeah, no story. Maybe a story would have put it higher. Most likely not. It's it, it was good. I I just for me, I had a lot more fun. I I, I kind of it for me. My, a lot of a lot of my friends played it, so I put more time in Overwatch. Uh, that's kind of why I have it higher than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, still basic. It's like you said, bare bones for both. Another bare bones game is my number nine pick, Elden Ring. I'm sorry, bro. I played it. I, I literally have played it. I bought it full price. It is boring. Uh, the world is cool. I'll put, it th- I'll put it that way. The world is cool. Some of the lore is cool. And the design of some of the um, creatures and some of the places are pretty cool. But other than that, it's boring. The invasion aspect, terrible. Boring. Okay. Ooh, That's it. That's yeah, all I got to say. Wow. Um. Man, that is I'm just not your type of game, I guess. No, it's not. It's really this is this this list is so biased. And it's obviously going off of what I have experience with. So as we move on, I have more experience with the games. But yeah, super biased. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's the whole point of the list. Um and I'm also allowed to disagree a lot. <laughs> um for me, number eight is Sekiro. For me, I just enjoy a different setting from from uh, software, which is Dark Souls, Bloodborne. Um, the Japanese, there, there was a lot. I think that was, I, I was pretty big into Neil, And this came sometime after either the first or second one. I think it came after the first, but I think right around the second one. Yeah, and so I I was kind of like, 
out of it with the Japanese setting. If <laughs> Sekiro or Sekiro definitely had a bigger budget, it was probably more of a triple A game than Nero. But for me, it felt like Sekiro was a copycat of Neo, and that just hurt me due to another game I played. So, yes. May- yeah. I agree. Um, I think the setting for Sekiro is uh, the coolest out of all of the FromSoft games. I don't like medieval settings. I think they're bland, but obviously the Japanese setting was cool. But like you said, play Neo. Uh, Neo 2 came out in 2020, so it was a year after this one. But all right. My number eight is Dragon Age Inquisition. Just because I haven't played it and I want to jump into it, but it looks amazing. I jumped into it yet. Uh, super excited to jump into it. Number eight. Uh, number seven is going to be Baldur's Gate 3. And now uh, this definitely has a big chance of upping number six for me. Um, I just haven't been able to play it. Uh, I've been very unfortunate with um, kind of that situation I'm in. It's definitely a game you want to, ex- I feel like you really want to experience with another person like friend um mainly um it could be a great single player game i don't want it to be that um dungeons and dragons is very much about uh friendships and um bouncing or going along having a journey side by side with another person so i want to experience it like that once i get to beat it i'm sure you can jump uh number six which i won't say that's actually a good point because really the whole point of Dungeons and Dragons is to play with a, a party. Yes. Yep. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So uh, my number seven is the Legend of Zelda Breath of the, of the Wild. Uh, okay. It's also, in my opinion, very bare bones. <laughs> um, the only reason I have it at seven and not lower is because it was hu- it really was huge. There really was a lot of amazing things they did implement into it it was a zeitgeist game made waves changed gaming uh i mean it was it still is huge Um, a lot of people's favorite game of all time uh so that's the only reason it's at number seven uh personally was not my favorite i like twilight princess (laughs) there you go there you Um, go yeah yeah can't argue that it really did take the world by storm and it, it was a huge, um, it, it kind of made, I think that was one of the games I was like uh, Mario Kart that like makes Nintendo or makes you want to go get a Nintendo because no one else has it. Yes. Um, I just wish I could, I, that is just a, one of those games. I think Nintendo is a huge genre of games that I want to appreciate more. Dude, um, me too. Like if I feel like if you play PlayStation, PC or Xbox majority, <laughs> you look at the switch and you're like, wow, I really want to love those games, but they're so bare bones. I just can't get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, they're targeted for, you know, much, uh, a much younger audience and they, they do perfect in that. So if I was a little bit younger. Yes. I definitely be yes. their biggest fan. Um, so yeah, number six for me is Elden Ring. Um, and so Elden Ring, I have it this low and, this is kind of where the game of the year is kind of confused me a little bit. Or, or, I'm sorry, don't confuse me. This is where I, my judgment separates from game of the year. I am okay. a very story based person. Like a game of the year is going to win due to story. 
Um, I know PlayStation gets a lot of slack or is getting slack for only being like a very uh, cinematic type or bringing cinematic type games out. But that, that's like, I mean, they're, they're making, if they're for good, they're like good. Me. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I want a story. I want a journey. I want a beginning, middle, end. I don't want just gameplay. I don't want to just fighting because truly you don't remember that. You don't remember just, oh, I just ran up and I fought this orc that I going to fight another 50 times throughout the you game. For, you're going to forget all the chests that you've opened. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what chests? I don't even remember I opened chests. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. You just do it over and over. So Ed Ring's really good. You fight a lot of enemies. You, 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 you get a lot of personal victories. I mean, the Ed Ring, what they do is they make you up your game. Whenever you feel like you, you, you're the best, <laughs> you know, they're very humbling and it, it, it makes you work even harder, work even smarter. And, and they, they want you to use, they, they make a, a, a great um, little environment, a little, commu- uh, they make a very great community within these games, um, helping each other, giving tips, you're always looking online for some, how someone else beat this boss and what you can use. From what they did when you go in and, and try and uh, defeat the boss and that's a very unique i don't think there's any other game where I, i've that's true. researched yeah. more for help reached out for help um great game just story from that's not from software's thing i think they tried doing more with this but yeah. um, once you see the the higher on the list you you'll understand why yeah, they definitely did with Elder Ring. Try to incorporate story more. I, I appreciate Elder Ring. So that was uh, six. My number six is Baldur's Gate three, just because I do eventually want to jump into it because it, it has a lot of aspects that I think I would enjoy. Uh, so it, it's up there. Uh, I think it's unique. I think it's in depth, detailed. Uh, definitely worthy of Game of the Year. Definitely worthy of being on this list. One of the top 10 in the last 10 years so i would put mine at number six close to the top five but not quite soon now top five this is where this is where it gets uh contention separate from the boys yes here's where the boys leave the chat and number five to start it off the witcher three the witcher three is Worthy. a game that you can play over and over again um and it not get boring it not get repetitive um you love Geralt, you love the universe you love the stories that you get to um go through and yeah. and the experience the random events you get to experience and um stories amazing just as much as the open world they put just as much work and love into the campaign as they did the actual game you know, and the gameplay and the environments. And it's a one of a kind. And it started out, like you said earlier in the video, it started off the open world. It made open world everything in gaming. Yeah. So it did a lot for it. And now it's only growing in popularity with the show, with these side shows. And that's true. You just, it, is, it is becoming it, a huge IP. I mean, without this game, it, it's not doing that. You know, The Witcher 2 was almost there. It almost did it. And Witcher Three finished that 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 mission that they had. So, so that's interesting. I'm I'm and you're a fan, so that's awesome to see it in that spot. So here, here we go. My number five is The Last of Us Part Two. All right, all right, why why is that? Is that Caleb? 
I also am a fan of story. And even though The Last of Us Part Two story is not the greatest at all, it still makes me feel something. And I honestly love the game after you start playing as Abby. Here's why. I don't think that Joel or Ellie should have been in the game at all. Even going back and touching those characters, it's you should not have done that. Leave them in the first game like it is. Just show a completely new group of people. You know what I mean? Still, you could you could you could still do Abby and then her father and not have Joel and Ellie involved and you know, have her go on her own story. The fact that they involved Ellie made the story worse. They shoehorned in Ellie into obviously a game where she and Joel were not the focus. They obviously focused on Abby and those people. Um, but the parts with that, I think the last third of the game is very good. The last part of you getting out of Seattle and then onto, um, you know, whatever island that was where it was on fire and then yeah that last part of the, the last part of the game was fantastic and um overall i think the production uh and the performances all of that speak for itself i think that uh, in itself in of itself is so special in terms of gaming that it just belongs in the top five because of of the quality of it and um that's why it's number five Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hey, that's a that's very respectful. That's a that's a good case for it. Um, I'll hold my opinions. I'm gonna ruin your flow right now. Um, so yeah, but that was yeah, that was very well said. Um, there are things you know what you know what I mean about yeah. the uh the separating Joel and Ellie from it. That's all you got to do. Like they, you yeah. can obviously tell they focused on it being an Abby story. Mm. Okay, you can still do that. Just. Give us a game that doesn't even involve Joel and Ellie. Just say, "Hey, their story was told. It's open ended. That's it. If you want to, if you want a good, if you want to see them, go back and just play the original. We're not going to ruin it. And yep. then they're going to focus on other people. But instead, they tried to. They lost focus. They lost focus. I, w- I wish they didn't like, uh, like have one foot in, have one foot out. I wish yes. they just killed Joel and Ellie. You know, and just leave the rest of the game be Abby, um, instead of yep. just like taking half and then wanting to keep this other half to keep it going. Yes. And then you fill that other half with a guy that killed the other. It's just very, um, it's so uh, messy. Traumatic. If you care about the characters, uh, that's another yeah. reason why I did want to put it top five because <laughs> it's dramatic in such an opposite way. The first one is dramatic and traumatic in a, in a different way, which we'll talk about. But the second one is still traumatic, but it's so like, Dude, no other game makes you feel like that. So just that in and of itself makes it in top five. There we go. Yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's just uh, let's just <laughs> let's leave it on. at that. There you go. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So number four for me. Just putting just putting that out there. I don't like the game all that much. It's high quality. It's, but uh, that's all I'm trying to say. It's high quality. I actually i I don't even really like Last of Us Two at all. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Number four for me is God of War 2018. This completely rebooted a dead franchise. Um, 
this game, Kratos and his story was kind of repeated to death with the games. Um, uh, they, they, I mean, they finished the trilogy off, and then they wanted to do a a prequel. Forget the name. Most people forget the game even exists. Uh, wasn't all that well made. Um, and then they resorted back to the um, remaster of God of War three, and you were just left in the state, you know, as God of War fans, like, what's next? And people thought they would just try and do like a Horizon uh, Forbidden West, where they just try and um, do better, make things bigger, yeah. And and they went a completely different direction, um, and and they it was such succeeded. a hit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone loved it, man. You can't. It was, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, even if you like were diehard fans of the old games and the hack and slash and the just over the top action, right? You can still appreciate twenty eighteen. You still get it, dude. The opening of the game. It was also. It's also my number four on my list. So, oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. The beginning of God of War twenty eighteen, dude. That's over the top. When you're fighting, what's his name? Uh, Balder. When you're fighting yes. him at the beginning of 2018, that is such an amazing opening, like over the top. Like it's the they made you understand that this is God of War. It's still Kratos. Yeah, and it became a huge meme, and it left its mark in the the internet world. Exactly, um, game is amazing. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. Um, the way yeah. they tackled a new pantheos of gods, <laughs> as in the Norse gods, was amazing. Uh what an what a crazy turnaround from like you said a failed not a failed franchise but a franchise that was successful and died and they managed to Failed revive like it. in limbo yeah. in know? limbo and they brought it back in a more successful way than probably any other game series i'd have to I, really think about that it, it, it the the way that they revived it it's i it's just not repeatable i i, yeah. I don't think anything will come to it um, what, yeah. uh, Corey Barlog. Corey Barlog, yes. What he did, I mean, it, it is amazing. Go. It made him almost retire. Like he, he's he can't Pretty do much. it again because how much he literally money. said that he would not direct the second game because you can't. You have to put all. You have to put so yeah. much time and effort, and he just can't. And and that that yeah, that is a sign of how much time and effort and love and care yes. that they put into the first game. And okay. So we have that at our four. So we said a lot of amazing things about this, but we have the top three now. So give me your third. It takes two. It takes two is the most feel good game probably ever. I mean, this is someone, this is a game you want to experience with someone like you truly love, like you truly cherish and you want to experience this with them. And it's all about finding love, and it's very magical, um, childlike, you know, taking you back to when you were a kid type game. And there is absolutely nothing like this. So unique. And that's why it's number two. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. And all the above, really. There's nothing like it. I'll (laughs) say more about that later. Uh, My number three is the witcher 3 and this is because i can i I remember seeing a lot about it uh i have it ready to play i've i understand the ip uh it's just hard for me to get into a game in that setting but 
I I want to experience that world. I want to experience those characters, the side stories. I tried to get into the show, but I really just need to sit down and dive deep into The Witcher 3, especially if I'm a Horizon fan. I know it's somewhat similar. Um, so I can, I can understand and appreciate how uh, impactful The Witcher 3 is and that it really spawned this genre of big open world RPGs and it was the first and one of the most successful and still is one of the most successful games uh, like that. So, uh, yep, that's my number three. So, you want to keep going? Uh, yeah, uh, just gonna, not going to have a camera for the last two. That's fine. Um, that's fine. We're at, the, we're at the end here. This is the end. We're in the end game now. As, end game, no going say. back. Can't go back. Um, yeah, so my number two is gonna be Dragon Age Inquisition. Explain this to me. This game is a another game that just makes you feel good. This is like the Lord of the Rings of video games. This is the epic conclusion. Um, just very over the top, and, and, and there's so many pe moving pieces in this game. So you're um trying to to build relationships and you're also in control of the kingdom and so you're having to manage the kingdom uh you're having to spread out your forces and, and there's possibilities of losing people um so this is a very companion based game a lot of them are gonna die and it due to your decision making and if you have decision making in a game uh, that that's gonna get me. I mean, I, I I'm like lovey dovey for this. Like, let me be in control. Let me make uh, my choices. Um, and this game gives you the opportunity. And I, I beat this game like that. I mean, it's very beautiful RPG fantasy, um, an amazing game. And then this was the first game I've ever enjoyed from a single player game, the DLC. I've just oh, really? finished the Trespasser DLC um, a couple days ago uh, because it was on sale. But I, and I found out it was like the true ending, and uh, I'm glad they made it. Um, it sucks that the true ending wasn't in the actual game, but this game, it, it, even in the epilogue, even in the after ending, the second ending, you're, I was screaming. I was like, oh my gosh, no way this is happening. And there was twist. You get super high. You get super scared. Um, there's a bunch of high lows in it. And it is a perfect setup for Dreadwolf that is coming out in a couple years. I want to hope in three, within three years. Yeah. But, that's awesome. Um, definitely a huge game for, um, RPG fans. 100%. Um, because of of yeah, it looks it looks like a mixture of a bunch of games, and I like I didn't understand like I didn't know that you could control you know you, I guess your forces and spread them out and stuff like that. Uh, it's very D and D inspired. Yeah, yeah, which which makes me kind of interested in it. That's cool. So, all right, that was your number two. My number two, and these top two, I go back and forth on, but I think I agree with this right here. It Takes Two is in my number two. Like everything you said about it, only thing I could add is it is a masterclass in story. 
it's almost a masterclass in gameplay, but it, it it's just so fun in gameplay because it switches up so many styles. You know, you have your platforming. You literally have it's a 2D fighter at some point. It's a it's a third person shooter at one point. It's a top down, you know, twin stick shooter at one point. It's it switches so many different styles of gameplay that and it makes it so fun because it's all cooperative based and all of it plays into the story. And the story is incredible i literally teared up when i popped the trophy for beating the game because if you remember the trophy for beating the game is it took two so the game is it takes two and then you finally beat the game and you on your screen it just shows it took two because you did it and if you know the story of the game yes you you do it in this game you you did it and it's like you said, unlike any other gaming experience, almost except for our number one pick. Almost. So, what is it? <laughs> what is it? What is the game of the decade plus a year? And yeah. that is last ten years, hands down. Oh yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. So yeah, nine. Um, official game of the year is plus the VGA. Um, hands down, and it will always be, and for me, this is the best game of all time, The Last of Us. This game is so beautiful, and what's crazy, I didn't play the game when I first experienced the game. I watched a game, uh, a walkthrough from Ghost Robo. Doesn't really make videos anymore, so if you know him, Shout out to you. Um, I was watching them too. That's awesome. Um, and that's almost like powerful now thinking back on it. Like I got yeah. so attached. Like that's and that's the appreciation appreciation of, of making a great story is the fact that you can enjoy it to the fullest without even touching a controller, without the gameplay, without doing you know hands on with it. Just yeah. experiencing the motions, getting attached, feeling the loss, feeling the pain, and, and going through the journey with Joel and every Elf. step of the way. Every step of the way. Yeah. And I've just I up until that point I never had a game emotionally impact me the way that did. And the more I've gotten older, the more I've gotten to appreciate, you know, and understand these characters. And so that it's like an ever-evolving um, love with this game. And it's just... It, it, I agree with you. It's it's my number one because of that reason. Uh, like every step of the way, it's it's a story. The characters evolve. Like you, you are in the shoes of Joel and you see him through his worst. Uh and you you see him change and i guess essentially you see him at his maybe not objective best but you see him do a complete 180 from having a daughter to not having a daughter to not wanting a daughter to not wanting to lose his new daughter it's it's literally a perfect circle in terms of character development and story and you get to play it along the way and and i'll never forget when there's parts of the game where he gets attacked and he gets hurt and he goes through so much and i'm i was like this is some insane visceral 
like intense gameplay and stuff that's happening to this guy and you play it like right there along with him every step of the way so like there's games over the last decade like ghost of tsushima that i would put up there as one of the greatest games ever but with the original last of us it is literally every step of the way every chapter every mission something happens something significant happens and it it blows your mind it is it is a movie if you watch it but it is the highest caliber of gaming if you choose to play it through every step of the way absolutely just incredible uh i put it up there in the top five games of all time probably top three along with it takes two so i think um you know over the last decade it takes two and and uh the last of us are probably in the top two top three games ever made yeah oh yeah obviously you know we both have them in the top three would highly recommend these games over anything else so you've heard enough about the last of us it's it's all everyone any it's all you know everyone talks about but there's a reason why it's that good there's a reason yes it it is really that good and people you know as time goes on wants to get smart they want to seem you know smarter than other people and no last of us wasn't that good no it really was that good it still is that good so i think that is comprehensive i think that is enough we've spent hours talking about these games so to wrap it up give me your top three most recommended games of all time most recommended that if somebody that you know for a fact has never played these games what would you recommend them um so yeah here give me one second i shouldn't have it uh, i'm a person that likes to change his mind a lot but so I have to write down stuff like make it concrete. Um, make so it concrete, yes, yeah. um, my most re- highly recommended games Skyrim, just because Ooh. that is a, I mean it's one of the best RPG open world games of all time. But it's very easy to get into. Um, it's for casual gamers. It's for hardcore gamers. Um, it. it Amazing storytelling, amazing universe, and it, I could play a game. I've literally played that game like five times over, and I still haven't beaten it. I don't know how that's possible. I'm just gonna keep restarting. The beginning in the middle is where it's at. Uh, beautiful game. Um, another game, and I'm gonna go a little, little, uh, uh, you know, out of the norm right here. Subnautica. Subnautica. It, there is nothing like it. And I love that. It's uh, right up there with the the ocean, the water. For me, that's my biggest fear: open water. And this is the scariest game of all time, and somehow the most beautiful game of all time. The the, the sea creatures. The, the, well, the opening act. Um, the, you, you're put in this little like safe area, and and you like you build stuff in there, and you feel very at peace. But you're trying to get off the island. And so quickly you realize, I got to get out of this safe area. And you come across very big creatures, very scary creatures, very uh, intense situations. And you have to get through that to get out of this, um, this um, you know, to, to get back to humanity. And I love that it, it pushes you to the edge. And it's just nothing like that. And, and that's probably the best thing you can say about it. Um, 
sucks because the other game uh, is kind of out of date. I was going to say Black Ops 3, a little out of date. That was a very um, peak for Call of Duty for me. Um, I'm going to go with Dark Souls 3. I don't want to make you angry. Don't you're going gameplay game. now. Yeah, you're, you're yes. recommended. Okay, that's perfect. You're recommending some gameplay based games. Mine are the complete opposite. Yep, yeah, yeah. No, so we talked a lot about stories, and, and, and that's beautiful and all. And sometimes you just want a game. Yes. And Dark Souls 3 is the. Uh, have you played it? Because this is like the, the, like the best I one can't, to I get, can't get into. It. Can't. Wow, that. Yeah, no, Dark Souls. But 3. I'm a story person. I'm a story person. Okay, we're gonna see All here right. in a second. I'm a story person. Gotta find out. Um, yeah. So the yeah, so strictly gameplay, Dark Souls three had not a bad rep, but if you're not the best gamer, it was bad rep. Uh, its reputation was being very hard. Dark Souls three kind of mellowed out for a little bit. It makes the beginning to the game a lot more accessible for the less advanced players um the the new fans i think a lot of new fans came in because of dark souls 3 and how much more inviting it was um this took over my world when it came out um loved it watched it played it it's a beautiful amazing journey that I, no matter who you are you're you're gonna love to appreciate it that's those are good picks. Uh, uh, you know, highest caliber of gameplay picks right there. So I love it. Mine, uh, quick three games. Obviously, I'm a huge person, uh, a huge story lover. So I would say uh, The Last of Us, of course. Highly recommend this game. If you're not crying in the opening of the game, or if you're not crying by the middle or end of the game, you have no heart. You're uh, you've, you have no emotions. You're not human. Uh, amazing game. I also love stealth. That will oh, be a theme. Cool. I love oh, stealth. Yeah, yeah. I love stealth so much. No, Last of Us isn't the greatest stealth game, but it has some fun stealth elements to it. It takes two. I recommend this almost over anything. You also have no heart if you don't enjoy this game. Uh, if you have a heart, play this game. That's all I can say. It is fantastic on every level highest quality of game right there if you, if you enjoy video games my last pick is super biased if you if you love anything involving comic books anything involving good stories anything involving fun gameplay anything involving stealth batman arkham city i recommend more than almost anything because the story is incredible and the ending if it doesn't have you feeling some type of way at the end you have no soul. Those are my three games I recommend over almost anything if you like good stories in video games. So, Stone Cold Kev, that was fun, man. A lot of time here talking about video games. So, thank you for coming on and obviously giving some amazing analysis and deep takes, hot takes, all kinds of uh, all kinds of takes on here. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Next definitely yeah definitely again in the future near future we'll do this so that was i guess episode 
38. I might split it into two. So if you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. And until next time, we will see you guys later.